Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Welcome back. Uh, Another episode on Colossians 3, verse 5. We are continuing on and looking at Paul's exhortation to put to death sexual immorality. As always, as we're working through this verse, it is going to be a little bit more sensitive material, so just be aware of that for yourself or whoever you might be listening with. We've only got a couple more, though, so let's look at today this idea of evil desires. So as always, let me read the verse. And then we'll consider it together. Colossians 3, 5. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. So in our fight against sexual immorality, Paul says we must recognize and put to death the evil desires that we have. Now, this is similar to what we talked about last week with the lustful thoughts and passions, but I want to specifically hone in on this idea of a desire. Now, we should probably say at the beginning that the simple idea of desire is not bad. God has given us desires. That's a part of who we are as humans, and many of them can be good. For instance, I genuinely desire to know God more, and I want to walk with him more. That's a desire. I desire to see my two boys grow up to be solid Christian men who love the Lord and love others. I desire that my family is provided for every single day. You might desire to excel in school so that you can honor God with the mind and gifts that he has given you. You may desire for your church community to grow so that new people find Jesus and a family to belong to. You may desire for a large bonus at the end of the year because there's a family and financial need that you know and you're hoping to have some resources to gift them with. All of those desires are great. But here's the difference. Those desires are centered around love and honoring God. Any desire that we have that is given to us by the Spirit to honor God, love Jesus, love and care for the people around us, That is all great. Those are good, godly desires that Christians should have. So we can't think that our heart desiring things is always bad, which is why Paul specifically notes that we are to put to death the evil desires in us. The desires that he said at the beginning of the verse are earthly in us. Or in Galatians 5, it talks about the desires of our flesh and the work of the spirit or the desires of the spirit in us. For every Christian, those two things are waging war against each other inside of us because God created us with a longing in our soul for him and his ordered world that he created. And we all have those desires in our heart to get back to that. It's why Augustine said, the heart of man was created for God and therefore our hearts are restless until they find rest in the heart of God. Our hearts long and desire for God and godly ways of life. The problem is sin has infected those desires, and now in our sin, we long primarily for sinful ways of our broken world. 
which brings us to the topic of sexual desires. Let me say this another time. I feel like I've been hitting this the last few weeks, but we need to have a view of sex that it is not bad and sexual desires are not bad. And depending on maybe a certain Christian tradition that you grew up in, you might have a conscious or subconscious belief that really sexual desires are bad. Like in and of themselves, sexual desires are bad. In fact, soon after I became a Christian in college, there was a few guys that were in my community that really wanted to wage war on lust. And basically everything Paul is talking about here in Colossians 3.5, which is great. That's what Paul is saying we should do. But this was their solution. They said, we as men just need to pray for God to take away our sexual desires. Like we can't control them. It only leads to sin. So let's just pray God would take our sexual desires away from us. Now at the time, I honestly didn't really know any better. Uh, but let me just say that that's a horrible prayer. Like if you are praying that prayer, honestly, that is really unhelpful. Your sexual desires are a piece of who you are as a human being. They are given to you by God for pleasure and love and union with your spouse. So we do not want God to take away our sexual desires because sex at its core is from God for our good to help us reveal love to our spouse. However, with that said, We need to recognize that our sexual desires are also affected by our sin and the brokenness of the world, which means while sexual desire at its core and origin is good, our sexual desires are not always good. They are infiltrated by lust, by our sinful passions to desire sex outside of the way God has designed it to be. That may be just certain lustful acts, sexual acts outside of a committed relationship between one man and one woman, any of these sexual desires is what Paul is referring to as evil or away from the way God has designed sex to be. These desires need to be put to death. So let's end by simply asking, how do we put evil sexual desires to death? Let me offer you just three points to consider. First, if we want to put evil, sinful, sexual desires to death, we need to ask ourselves, what is shaping my view of sex? So I want you to consider that today. What is shaping my view of sex? What people, videos, words, thoughts are shaping your view of sex? Because if you are primarily getting it from your own heart or from the world's advice, you don't really stand a chance. If you want to put to death earthly, evil, sexual desires, you have to be formed by God's word on sex, which means you need to read the scriptures, you need to know what God says about this, and it may mean that you need to get around other Christians and begin asking them to help shape your view. So I know that may be a challenging ask, but it has to happen for you in order to reorient your view on sex and sexual desires. Second, ask yourself, how are my habits forming my desires? How are my habits forming my desires? 
James K.A. Smith says that our habits form our heart. Or in other words, the things you repeatedly do shape what you love or what you desire. So let me just be really honest with you. If you consistently engage in lustfully looking at a fellow student or a coworker or a neighbor, or if you consistently are looking at pornography or you're masturbating, or if you are consistently engaged in sexual acts outside of a committed marriage between one man and one woman, all of those habits are forming you to lust more than they are forming you to love. All of those habits are forming you to lust. Now, I'm not out for mere moral improvements in your life, but to start to change your heart, you need to change your habits. So consider today, what might be a habit that you need to change in order to move your heart from lust to love in your sexual desires? What is a habit that you might need to change in order to move your heart from lust to love in your sexual desires? So first, we need to ask ourselves, what is shaping our view of sex? And second, what are the habits that are forming my sexual desires? Now, the third one. Uh, This is not really a question, but more of an exhortation to you. To kill sexual desires, we have to find greater satisfaction in God. That desire in you, it is about pleasure, joy, intimacy, value, love, acceptance, and so much more. And all of that is beautifully pictured in a loving marriage with sexual intimacy. But it is all a picture. The substance of that is a beautiful, loving relationship with God. Now, I know that can sound odd to some if that language or picture is new to you. But we have to be satisfied in God if we want to fight evil desires. So I guess here is a question for you. What do you need to do this week to move towards satisfaction in God above all things? What do you need to do this week to move towards satisfaction in God above all things? If you don't know what that would be, I'd encourage you again, ask somebody in your life, how could I grow in being satisfied in God? Look, those three things, they aren't foolproof, but they will help you as you engage in the war to love God and fight lustful desires. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.